0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first full episode of The Greatest Podcast on Surf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back with our Week 10 Fantasy Football Stardom em, situms. I'm going to be honest, I didn't really like this week. I felt like there was a lot of guys to start and not a lot of guys to sit. But maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. If you guys are new here, please hit that subscribe button. We would really appreciate it. it literally, It's literally free and it could only help us, even if you... Just subscribe and never watch a video again. We still appreciate the subscription. So be sure to subscribe to the channel. Um, before we get into any stardom, sit-em, talk, though, Ryan's going to tell you guys about our sponsor.
1: Little Italy Pizza. Area. They got the best cheese steaks, the best pizza in all of Delaware. Two locations, one of those being in Middletown, Delaware, the other one being in Townsend. It is a great family business, great food, great people, great prices. Be sure to come in and check it out. Let them know what the greatest podcast on Turf sent you. They will take care of you. So proof that you're subscribed or that you listen listened to us, and they will hook you up with an
0: additional discount. With no further to do, start sick. Stardom quarterback of the week, Dakota Prescott. Yours truly. Oh, boy. Ryan's truly. Um, I think that Dallas coming off the bye is going to help them tremendously here. Dak Prescott, he had an extra week back into the rotation, back with the offense. Receivers are getting healthy. CD, Michael Gallup's getting healthy. Dalton Schultz, is he healthy yet? No. Or- yeah, but we have
1: Hendershot and um, what's-his-face, so we have the best tight end core in football, remember?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Shout-out to the guy on the mock draft. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I'm going with Dak Prescott here. I'm, the fact of the matter is Green Bay sucks. They just do. They lost last week. They're on a four-game losing streak. I can't see them coming out and just beating Dallas. I think Dak Prescott's going to pick this defense apart. I think that Rashawn Gary being out is a huge blow to Green Bay. Especially on the defensive side and the pass rush side. I think Dallas is just going to be able to move the ball all up and down the field against Green Bay and Lambeau on Sunday afternoon. So I'm starting Dak Prescott in this one. Um Yeah, it's simple. I just I think that Green Bay's done for. I think that the offense, Aaron Rodgers hard isn't it anymore, and the team's gonna see that and none of their hearts are going to beat it anymore, and they're just playing for a good draft pick at this point. So I think Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are going to come out here and move the ball up and down the field on Green Bay, and Dak Prescott's going to throw for a lot of yards. So start Dak Prescott this week.
1: Okay, so as a Cowboys fan,
0: I just I don't feel good about it. I'm not going to discredit
1: anything he says because, in theory, on paper, he's right. But on the other hand of it, they're going to Green Bay, and it's going to be cold. I don't like it, personally. I'm scared shitless. I wouldn't even bet on Cowboys straight up, personally. Um, that's where I'm at.
0: But, I mean... I respect your opinion. Yeah. Your opinion... You're definitely right about everything you said. But the situation... I understand I don't the like it. We talk about it on Monday's podcast, but the more I think about it... The more... I think you're um, just I think you're just being... <laughs> Until they blow us out by 40, we're the laughing stock in the league.
1: Because <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm I waiting for the think, text. I think you or may be... I think you may be being,
0: being a little dramatic, taking a page out of my book on this one, but... Nope. You never I've, know. I've seen it. It's fine. That's like when we lost to the Jets a couple years ago. <laughs> Anyways,
1: Justin Fields against Detroit. I'm just going to keep saying this, this guy... But this isn't kicking the dog? Nope. Because... <laughs> This guy wasn't even on rosters last week. He's only 70% owned, and I am I called it. So I called the breakout, the breakthrough.
0: So I'm going to stay on my high horse and keep kicking the dog. That's fine, I respect I'm going to keep kicking the dog, too, with some of these guys today. I mean, God Your guys are horrible. <laughs> I'm kicking the shit out of the dog. I'm feeding the dog drugs. But, nah, obviously, <laughs> Justin Fields is a great start every week. He's had the most rushing yards for a quarterback ever in a game.
1: You got the dog like that.
0: (laughs) I don't think Detroit knows what's coming to him. Um, Question. Would you rather start Justin Fields or Kyler this week? Fields.
1: That's That's not even like... I don't even know if you can name a quarterback that I'd rather take over Fields. Tua. I'm going Fields. Mahomes. Mahomes is probably the only one. Josh Allen. I don't know if he's going to play. But yeah. if he's healthy, I would play Josh
0: Allen. It's fair. Um, Jalen Hurts. They got. They play Washington Monday night in Philly. Jalen Hurts has been good all year. At least twenty a game. The Eagles. The Eagles have been playing down though. Like they've been. They play down to the teams they are playing against. I
1: mean, if Jalen Hurts has been like, I don't have Jalen Hurts. So I don't really know like how good he's doing, and I feel like he's he's too good to put on like these videos. But if he's been like 20, like constant 20, I just started
0: Fields over Burrow. So, Fields is top five this week, in my opinion. That's fair. Stardom running back this week. Speaking of the Dolphins, Jeff Wilson Jr. That's not kicking the dog. You just saved the dog. It's it's really as simple as this. Jeff Wilson came in his first game after being traded just what? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so. Five days after being traded to the Miami Dolphins, he came out and he outsnapped Raheem Mostert, who was the team's RB1. He had nine rushes for 50 yards. He had three targets with seven yards of catch and a receiving touchdown while outsnapping Raheem Mostert. I think that this is a dream scenario. If you can grab Jeff Wilson off waivers, if he made it past the cut and is still available after you guys are watching this, stop, pause the video, and go pick him up. Because he's going to take over this backfield, especially against the Cleveland Browns this week, who are giving up about 100 and, I think like 105 rushing yards a game. I think Jeff Wilson's in for a big day this week. He honestly is up there in my, I, th- I want to say Jeff Wilson's probably my start of the week. That running back. He out Raheem Mostert. He's running good. He fits right into the offense with Mike McDaniel. We knew it was coming. He went out and they traded for their guy, their running back. That helps them a lot, especially in the offense that they've been running. Jeff Wilson's a perfect fit, and he has a great game this week against Cleveland. So start Jeff Wilson this weekend. If he somehow made it past the waivers today, go pick him up. I just realized
1: we, um, we didn't just set him quarterbacks. Yeah, we did. We did? Oh, no, Runner. oh, oh, oh. So I guess we're just going to run down the stardom list yeah. and run down the sit list. Fuck. Whoopsie, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> um, my first stardom running back this week, it is Don Deontay Foreman. I was going to say Dante. It's I thought it was Dante. No, there's a um. Oh. Oh, with the thing in there. Um, so we're starting him over Chubba? Yeah. Um. Foreman is a player that you can start when he's playing against bad football teams. Yeah. When he plays against a good football teams, I warn you. Um, because we saw last week they got absolutely destroyed against the Bengals, and he didn't do shit. He did not do a
0: motherfucking thing. But man.
1: now he's going up against Atlanta, who sucks. Um, on Thursday night. And he had 32 against them last time in a standard league. So uh, he probably only had like 33 in a PPR because that dude don't <laughs> catch passes. Yeah. Um, But I think you can lock and load Deontay Foreman. I know that he did bad last week, and you might be a little bit scared of him because, one, he is Deontay Foreman, two. There's no type of capital behind the guy, and he's easily replaceable. Mm -hmm. I get that. I understand that. But dude's a dog, and I think that against Atlanta, he can have a pretty good day. Um, So go ahead and start him this week. No matter what, even if the Panthers lose this game, there's no way they lose it by leg 20, um, which is where Foreman would disappear. If it's a loss, it's a close one.
0: Uh, So I think that he can have success against Atlanta. My next starter running back, Najee Harris. It's literally as simple as this. The Steelers are coming off by, and Kenyon Drake just ran all over the Saints on primetime Monday Night Football. And we're going to be at the game, and I want something to root for. So I will probably be taking some player props on this game just for something to root for. I got my Juju Smith-Schuster Steelers jersey on deck for Sunday to wear at the game. And we're starting Najee Harris this week. Kenny and Drake just ran all over the Saints on primetime. The Steelers are coming off the bye week. They put some new plays in. Kenny Pickett's more acclimated. Najee Harris is going to be back this week. This is the Najee Harris week against the Saints. And so I'm starting him. And I'm sitting him, but I'll tell you why later. It's fair enough.
1: Um, One of us will be right. Or he'll just do like right in the middle and we'll
0: both be wrong. Or in theory, that yeah, would both be right. Cause no. like if he didn't do no. too good, then it's like oh you have yours. But if he didn't do too bad, that's like me. So it's like like if he scores like twelve points, no, no. I would say that that's more like me winning. But I mean I, I would see say more of you winning. Than but me. yeah, but like even if like ten, it's like dead middle.
1: Um, next up, Cordell Patterson going up against the Carolina Panthers. Um, this might be too obvious, but it's it was kind of like it's hard to do running backs because there's only like thirty of them that you can even pick from, mm-hmm. and ten of them are complete dog shit. And 10 of them are, like, really good, too good to say. So we have to pick the guys right in the middle. Like, I can't come
0: on here and say start Nick Chubb because I'm <laughs> just like an asshole. You'll
1: look like the NFL
0: Network. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard. Um, we do the best we can trying to be on the edge. Cordell Patterson going up against Carolina. I really only said Cordell Patterson because he was, like, coming off an injury and he hasn't done much. But he looked good last week, so I think he can kind of replicate that against Carolina. Um, and he's a, he's a definite start. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be too cute and say a bunch of bullshit. But he's the start this week.
0: Moving on to stardom receivers. I had three. Well, I guess like I had a group in like one. Um, I'm going with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Now, this is a tough one because the Broncos do suck. The Titans' defense is pretty good. But the Broncos are coming off the bye. I think the bye week is going to help them build some chemistry. I think the bye is going to help them help Russ get more acclimated to the offense. Nathaniel Hackett knows he's playing for his job. Russell Wilson knows he's playing for his job because Denver is trying to get some draft picks. Um, so, I'm seeing start. Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy. We just saw the Chiefs play the Titans on Sunday night. Threw the ball 70 times and the receivers were dotting them up. Kadarius Tony was slightly involved. Um, what the hell is his name? The guy from Georgia. I'm drawing a blank. The receiver for the Chiefs. The fast guy. Miko? Nicole? Nicole Harvin, Thank you. Nicole Hartman was heavily involved. Juju Smith-Schuster was heavily involved. Um, Travis Kelsey had himself a field day. So, I mean, even I would even go as far to say starting Greg Dolce this week. I think that the Broncos and Russell Wilson are going to be able to get going in the passing game heavily this week against the Titans, who are at bottom eight in the league against the pass this year. We saw the Chiefs kind of do that on Sunday Night Football. I think that the Broncos offense could potentially finally get on this week, especially coming off the bye week and especially against the week secondary that the Titans have that they're going to be playing against. So I like starting Corlin Sutton, maybe even Jerry Judy, and definitely Greg Dolchich this week.
1: Uh, my first wide receiver start this week is George Pickens against the Saints. This one is a little risky considering he is coming off of We get of to it. see him play. Goose That's pretty cool
0: shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing um, my George Pickens NFL young boy mask to the game. you going to stay in all stupid? like, <laughs> Just like, yep.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, George Pickens, I have him a start against the Saints. He's coming off a bye week, so that's usually when rookies start to emerge. And I think that with Chase Claypool being gone, I think he will. He's going yeah. to be on the field every single passing play. Uh, not that he wasn't already. He is number two on this team now. Uh, probably emerging as number one very, very quickly. Uh, Kenny Pickett and Deontay haven't been clicking necessarily. He has definitely been clicking more with George Pickens. Mm-hmm. And Pickens will be at home um, be at home two weeks because of the bye. It is going to be cold, so I am a little bit worried about that as going there it's and be for cold fantasy and
0: purposes. Shit. <laughs> Dude, literally, I've never said Nosebleed's like, cold. The high is like 35.
1: Yeah. I've never sat in
0: I sat in cold. cold last year, Eagles Dallas, when we were all there. Mm-hmm. And then when all that stuff happened. I mean, it gets so cold. Like, as long as it's not, like... Windy? Windy, like, you're fine. Like, it's just, like, a cold. But yeah. if it's the slightest wind and you're, like, dog... <laughs> It's gonna be the it's gonna be halftime where we're going to be like, what do we want to do? <laughs> but no, Jake is not gonna do the do. We... No, <laughs> he's gonna sit there. Yeah. Um, T.J. Watt's playing. I can't leave. Is he back this week? Yeah. That'll Badger. be cool. I mean, we're gonna to get to see some guys like Honey Badger. I've never seen him play in person before. Yeah. Marshawn Matamor. Yeah. Maybe James. some dogs. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna be. Fun. I'm really excited.
1: But uh, George Pickens, he is. Moving up in the Steelers receiving core, and I think that he will have a decent week against the Saints this week. This is not luxury at all, and I'm not saying start him over some top 20 guys. This is like a daily fantasy, this is a bye week type of guy, because I know there's some teams on bye this week.
0: Um, I mean, you got Bengals, Bengals, Pats, Baltimore, Jets.
1: So no real receivers, but the Bengals. T. Higgins,
0: Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Um, Arguably Devin Duvernay, depending on how down bad your team is. Daily Fantasy, if you want to throw George Pickens in there, you can send it. And for my final stardom player of the week, Devontae Smith against Washington Monday night. Devonte Smith had his coming out, coming out party this year against Washington earlier in the season. It's kind of what I'm going off of. Washington has zero secondary presence at all. Literally None. So I think the Eagles are going to come out here, put up a lot of points. I think Devontae Smith is going to be open downfield all game, just like we saw him before. They don't have William Jackson anymore, and that's who was their primary CB1 who was getting torched by Devontae Smith all earlier in the season. I think the Eagles are going to remember that and duplicate it, so I'm liking Devontae Smith as a start this week.
1: My next receiver start this week is Joshua Palmer against San Fran. For as long as the Chargers receivers are out, you can start this man pretty confidently. Ten targets, eight receptions, over 100 yards. He's going to keep doing that. He's going to do the same thing um, for as long as Mike Williams and Keenan Allen's out. Even if Keenan Allen does play, I think you can start Josh Palmer as yeah. a flex, uh, wide receiver two type of guy. Um, he should keep doing good things. Players that are attached to good quarterbacks usually do good,
0: especially when they're the only players on the team. Mm-hmm. sit him time. I messed up the structure of the video. It's my bad. It happens. Kicking the dog with this one. Sitting Matt Stafford this week. Um, Matt Stafford didn't play bad last week against Tampa and finished with 11 fantasy points. That should really say all you need to hear. He didn't do that good against the... Let me make sure I'm not an asshole saying this. How many fantasy points did he have when they played earlier in the season against the Cardinals? Was that the week he scored his highest with, like, 20? Um, 10. Okay, so he had 10, 10 points. All right, so after some technical difficulties, we're back. Um, As I was saying, Matt Stafford only had 10 points last time these two teams played in fantasy. And the Cardinals' defenses have been playing pretty good. I mean, they've been making a lot of big plays. Isaiah Simmons, for one, has been out there making a lot of plays. Byron Murphy's been out there getting pass breakups. He's looking like a serviceable CB1. So, I mean, you just can't trust Matt Stafford this week. I know on paper it looks good because the Cardinals' defense sucks in theory whatever but I'm not buying it. Matt Stafford has not been good this year, neither have the Rams as a whole, so I'm saying sit Matthew Stafford this week, although it might be kicking the dog just a little bit.
1: At quarterback this week, I'm sitting Justin Herbert. I know to say uh, start Josh Palmer, but that is strictly volume. I'm sitting Justin Herbert because I don't think this game against San Fran is going to be too fun for him. No. Um, He hasn't been doing good as of late, and his team is in shambles, if we're being honest, and San Fran's defense isn't a team that you want to be going into looking like a mess. Uh, Justin Herbert hasn't been doing good on offense so far. He does have a beautiful schedule coming up. Like the next five or six games are all like top five in terms of points allowed to quarterbacks, which mm-hmm. math doesn't make sense because the next six games they can't all be top five. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're all like top ten. Um, so brighter, brighter times are ahead. But for this week, I'm sitting him.
0: Yeah, moving on to sit him running back this week. My first one was James Connor. Um, Going up against the Rams, the Rams, they have been solid against the run. Bobby Wagner's looked great. Aaron Donald is still Aaron Donald. They've been solid against the run. That's the one thing they have going for them. And it's just, when when these two teams played last time, James Conner only recorded, I think, pretty sure it was six or eight points. Just measly for a running back. I mean, there's a lot of other running backs this week I'd rather start over James Conner. It's just he just he's he's such a weird spot in the offense cuz in this offense it's like more like west coast college football style options passing to the running backs and James Conner doesn't really fit that build so i mean we've been seeing that like the games he's been healthy he hasn't really been doing all that crazy you know benjamin seemed to be much of a better fit but i just don't think you can trust james conner this week going up against the rams um, I think again this could end up being a low-scoring defensive game, but I just the Cardinals haven't really been able to get James Connor going on the run. We saw the Bucks kind of neutralize Leonard Fournette last week, and Leonard Fournette, or the, we saw the Rams neutralize Leonard Fournette last week in the Bucks in terms of the rushing game. And I just can't see James Conner coming out here and outdoing outdoing Leonard Fournette and just putting up a lot of numbers when earlier in the season he did not. My
1: first set of running back this week, it is Najee Harris against the Saints. I know he said to start him, but I am saying to sit him. Uh, the Saints' defense is a defense that you don't really want to mess around with. I know Kenny Drake just destroyed him. But overall, I'm not messing around with his defense. Um, Najee Harris hasn't looked good at all. There's Steeler fans that are starting to turn their back on him. Shout out, Colin. Um, <laughs> it sounds like the Steelers are going to get Jalen Warren more involved to kind of spark the offense, That's what I heard. Um, hmm. That couldn't be true. It could not be true. But... It has been proven that after bye weeks, that's when rookies start to emerge, and Jalen Warren is a rookie, and their bye week was last week. So, if this turns into a committee, you're getting a Najee Harris that's been questionable on a team that's been questionable against a tough run defense in a committee. I don't like any parts of it, so I'm sitting Najee Harris this week.
0: I'm also sitting Melvin Gordon of the Denver Broncos. Um, The Titans have been amazing against the run all year. They always are. And the Broncos just traded for Chase Edmonds. It was kind of already committee to begin with, with Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon there. But adding Chase Edmonds to the mix doesn't make me feel any better about Melvin Gordon. So that's why I'm saying Sid Melvin Gordon this week again. If you're down bad and have the stardom, I can understand why. And like, you got to do what you got to do. But I just don't like that this literally could be a three running back committee. And I could see Melvin Gordon getting outshined by Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds. Who the Broncos just got in a trade. So I'm saying sit Melvin Gordon this week. I know it was short and sweet, but I'm not going to sit here and give you a bunch of bullshit why. He's in a committee in the Broncos. Going up against the Titans defense, it's amazing against the run, and they've been for the past few years now.
1: Also sitting Jonathan Taylor this week against the Raiders. Um, <laughs> Never thought I'd hear the day. Even Deion Jackson, you could probably sit. Yep. Granted, you're probably not going to be able to because these guys are starting running backs and... You're going to have to, but absolutely do not put him on any daily fantasy teams. Their ceiling is capped. Their offense sucks. Mm -hmm. I want no parts of the Colts or Jeff Saturday. Um, Colts are in shambles
0: and stay away. sit receivers. Deontay Johnson. Going to be drawing the Marshawn Lattimore treatment. Um, We've seen Deontay kind of get outshadowed in the passing game by George Pickens and Pat Firemuth. It's not good for Deontay. Him and Kenny Pickett haven't really been clicking that much. Um, I think, like Ryan said earlier when we talked about stardom I think George Pickens is really going to take another step up here. And I think that Pat Fryermuth is still going to continue to see five to ten targets a game. And that just gives me bad vibes for Deontay Johnson and the fact that he is going up against a Satan secondary and will probably be drawing the Marshawn-Lattimore matchup. So, for that reason and that reason only, I'm sitting Deontay Johnson this week.
1: Also sitting Michael Pittman against Vegas. Might be kicking the dog. I'm kicking Indianapolis Colts. Um, Fuck them. I want no parts. Jeff Saturday, Sam Ellinger. Nope. 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 Don't care who they play against. I don't care if they play against Alabama.
0: Nope.
1: Granted, they would still win, but...
0: uh. And I'm really kicking the dog with my last guy, Bob Tunyon. Um... For as bad wow. as the Packers have been in the passing game. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Bob Tunyon has not been involved. And they're playing against a Dallas Cowboys defense that is amazing against tight ends. They got Micah Parsons. They got Leighton Van Der Esch. And they got safeties that can come up and guard the tight end if they need to. So I'm sitting Robert Tunyon this week.
1: Also sitting Corlin Sutton against Tennessee. I'm pretty sure Anthony said to start him. Yeah, but did. Tennessee has a pretty good defense. And the Broncos suck.
0: One of us will be right.
1: Attached your players the good quarterbacks and I um all my sit-ems are bad quarterbacks attached. So yeah.
0: And that's gonna wrap up this week's week ten fantasy football stardom Sit-Em. Be sure to check your lineup, check your waivers, follow us on TikTok and subscribe to the YouTube channel and check out our YouTube shorts and our TikTok that we do kind of summarize in the weekly waiver wire pickups doing our top priority, guys. Thank you guys for watching and listening and sorry for the technical difficulties and we'll see you guys tomorrow with our best bets. See you. Peace.